0: Psalm 25, verses 11 through 20. For your namesake, O Lord, pardon my guilt, for it is great. Who is the one who fears the Lord? They will they instruct in the way that they should choose. Their soul shall abide in well-being, and their offspring shall inherit the land. The friendship of the Lord is for those who fear her, and she makes known to them her covenant. My eyes are ever toward the Lord, for she will pluck my feet out of the net turn to me and be gracious to me for i am lonely and afflicted the troubles of my heart are enlarged bring me out of my distresses consider my affliction and my trouble and forgive all my sins consider how many are my foes and with what violent hatred they hate me o guard my soul and deliver me let me not be put to shame for i take refuge in you proverbs chapter 19 verses 1 through 17 Better is a poor person who walks in his integrity than one who is crooked in speech and is a fool. Desire without knowledge is not good, and whatever makes haste with his feet misses his way. When a man's folly brings his way to ruin, his heart rages against the Lord. Wealth brings many new friends, but a poor man is deserted by his friend. A false witness will not go unpunished, and he who breathes out lies will not escape. Many seek the favor of a generous man, and everyone is a friend to a man who gives gifts. All a poor man's brothers hate him. How much more do his friends go far for from him? He pursues them with his words, but does not have them. Whoever gets sense loves his own soul. He who keeps understanding will discover good. A false witness will not go unpunished, and he who breathes out lies will perish. It is not fitting for a fool to live in luxury, much less for a slave to rule over princes. Good sense makes one slow to anger, and it is his glory to overlook an offense. A king's wrath is like the growling of a lion, but his favor is like dew on the grass. A foolish son is ruined ruin to his father, and a wife's quarreling is a continual dripping of rain. House and wealth are inherited from fathers, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. Slothfulness casts into a deep sleep, and an idle person will suffer hunger. Whoever keeps the commandment keeps his life, he who despises his ways will die. Whoever is generous to the poor lends to the Lord, and he will repay him for his deed. 1 John chapter 3 verses 11 through 17. For this is the message that you've heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. We should not be like Cain, who was of the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his own deeds were evil and his brother's righteous. Do not be surprised, brothers, that the world hates you. We know that we have passed out of death into life because we love the brothers. Whoever does not love abides in death. Whoever hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life in abiding in him. By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Good morning, and welcome to the fifth Tuesday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Laguna Niguel, California. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm twenty-five, Proverbs nineteen, and First John three. And I'm always reminded every time I read Proverbs how much I hate them, and I hate them because some of them are pithy and. Just kind of messed up, and (laughs) I, even as I say that out loud, um, I think like, well, it's the Bible, but then I think, well, it's attributed to Solomon, and Solomon was not necessarily the, the the greatest hero of our faith, Um, and also shows like maybe he wasn't so wise. But anyway, um, I also want to point out the. Uh, the reading from the letter of John, um, because it's important. So, and, and John also, at least this letter, is also not the not inhabiting or performing the highest ideals of Jesus' faith. Certainly not as Paul saw it, and I say that because Paul knew about po- power and its and how it works, and he consistently worked to, to undermine, subvert, and and Um, confuse that power system. For example, he would address wives before husbands, women before men, slaves before masters. And he clearly saw how power worked um, in a very simple and straightforward way. And John only mentions the brothers. And he also, like Solomon, has this kind of superficial, very devout, But it has only this superficial understanding, I think, of Scripture and what Scripture is doing for the people of God. Um, Cain was not of the evil one. Uh, Cain was a human being. He was the first born of a woman, um, because Adam and Eve were both made by God. Uh, One way to think about it is they don't have belly buttons, right? Which I always find kind of fascinating. Um, But he wasn't the evil one, of the evil one. That's, that's the whole point of Genesis, or at least Genesis 3 and 4, that he was human, and he messed up, and he continued being human, and he, was, he did not become his worst mistake. Um, but furthermore, when you read Genesis, his deeds were not evil. In fact, he's the one that comes up with the idea of giving a sacrifice to God. And he does it from the plants, his crops, the the firstlings, you know, the the first crop of his own uh, harvest. Um and that's pretty cool. Like he that's a you know, then the rest of the of the old testament is about sacrificing and, and how it keeps people uh in line with God. Um so it wasn't evil when Abel, his younger brother, uh produced an, an offering of his own from what he had of uh firstlings and fat portions of his own herd, um God liked that one better. And we can talk about why that might have been and you know how um it represented giving more of what one had and setting oneself at greater risk before God. Um but the insofar as the story is about Cain Cain is jealous of his brother. And you can, sure, we can say jealousy is evil. Sure, whatever. Um, but it's A, he's not of the evil one. And B, his deeds were not evil. Oh, well, sure, when he when he allowed his jealousy to get the best of him, when sin, the sin that was crouching at his door mastered him, that was evil. Um, and his brother's deeds were righteous in that they were, I don't know, righteous he was able wasn't seeking righteousness he's this kind of really interesting almost uncharacter um who doesn't you know we don't know anything about he just kind of follows his brother into this thing, his parents don't really seem to give a shit about him, and then he's killed for doing for doing what he thought was right or doing what his own brother had done so the jealousy sure that was evil, but i'm I'm really nervous about taking Cain, doing a slapdash job of interpreting Cain's story, because as the first murderer, a lot of civilians, because they believe that all soldiers kill, then try and understand soldiers through the lens of Cain, through this poor interpretation of Cain. The Bible, on its own terms, is trying to tell a different story about Cain. Cain messed up, but then... Uh, unlike his parents who resign themselves to the consequences of their actions without kind of bartering and arguing with God, Cain does. After he kills his brother, God tells Cain the consequence of his action the earth will no longer produce its yield. Because the earth is like, I'm not going to fucking do your dirty business, right? You can't use your brother as fertilizer, dipshit. So let's see, you know how how that gardening thing goes for you that's what the ground is saying and the curse is from the ground not from god and then god says you will be driven out like a wanderer um you will shake and tremble um and god does not say this is punishment god is describing the the natural human uh consequence of killing another human being of post traumatic stress of of guilt of you know, whatever you, soldier's heart, uh, neurasthenia, all these fancy whack job names. Um, and G- Cain, instead of being like, oh no, you know, the Walt want, want charl Charlie Brown walk, he says, no, don't drive me from your face. So, Cain, Cain is given a mark to protect him from what others might do to him and what, from what G- Cain might do to himself. Um, And so if we read the Cain story as this through-and-through warning, cautionary tale, we miss a lot of really important meaning. Um, Cain was a human being who fucked up and got back up on his feet and asked God for help, which is really important. Um, Adam and Eve didn't ask God for help. Abel, I mean, he kind of couldn't. He was silenced before he could. But his blood did. Um, His blood cried out from the ground to God. And that's one of the central, you know, lessons of the Bible. Ask God for help and trust God will help you. And Cain does that. And so I love the letters of John and the letters of James. um, But we have to be careful not to just kind of take everything hook, line, and sinker um, as though the Bible, you know, is inerrant on its face. Um, I don't think that that's an error um, James or John knows Cain's actions, but the, his interpretation of it should be treated with some skepticism because clearly Cain was not of the evil one that's that cuts against precisely what Genesis wants to impart upon us that that creation is created good, we are created to be together, not alone, um, and that we can never fall outside the bounds of grace. And no one, more than Cain, I think, shows that to us. A Prayer for Protection from the Book of Common Prayer Assist us mercifully, O Lord, in these our supplications and prayers, and dispose the way of your servants toward the attainment of everlasting salvation, that, among all the changes and chances of this mortal life, they may ever be defended by your gracious and ready help through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling in into First Formation, where PewPewHQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash You can contribute as little as a dollar a month and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with Pew Pew HQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.